Hi, Pope Francis Generation listeners. Welcome to day three of our St. Joseph Novena, where we're walking through Pope Francis's apostolic letter about St. Joseph, Patris Corday. The third section of this letter is titled, A Tender and Loving Father. Pope Francis says, Joseph saw Jesus grow daily in wisdom and in years and in divine and human favor. As the Lord had done with Israel, so Joseph did with Jesus. He taught him to walk, taking him by the hand. He was for him like a father who raises an infant to his cheeks, bending down to feet, bending down to him and feeding him. In Joseph, Jesus saw the tender love of God. As a father has compassion for his children, so the Lord has compassion for those who fear him. In the synagogue, during the praying of the Psalms, Joseph would surely have heard again and again that the God of Israel is a God of tender love, who is good to all, whose compassion is over all that he has made. The history of salvation is worked out in hope against hope through our weaknesses. All too often we think that God works only through our better parts, yet most of his plans are realized in and despite our frailty. Thus St. Paul could say, To keep me from being too elated, a thorn was given me in the flesh, a messenger of Satan to torment me, to keep me from being too elated. Three times I appealed to the Lord about this, that it would leave me. But the Lord said to me, My grace is sufficient for you, for power is made perfect in weakness. Since this is part of the entire economy of salvation, we must learn to look upon our weaknesses with tender mercy. The evil one makes us see and condemn our frailty, whereas the Spirit brings it to light with tender love. Tenderness is the way to touch the frailty within us. Pointing fingers and judging others are frequently signs of an inability to accept our own weaknesses, our own frailty. Only tender love will save us from the snares of the accuser. That is why it is so important to encounter God's mercy, especially in the sacrament of reconciliation, where we experience his truth and tenderness. Paradoxically, the evil one can also speak the truth to us, yet he does so only to condemn us. We know that God's truth does not condemn, but instead welcomes, embraces, sustains, and forgives us. The truth always presents itself to us like the merciful Father in Jesus' parable. It comes out to meet us, restores our dignity, sets us back on our feet and rejoices for us. For as the Father says, This my son was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. Even through Joseph's fears, God's will, his history, and his plan were at work. Joseph then teaches us that faith in God includes believing that he can work even through our fears, our frailties, and our weaknesses. He also teaches us that amid the the tempests of life, we must never be afraid to let the Lord steer our course. At times we want to be in complete control, yet God always sees the bigger picture. The passage from this section of the letter that stood out to me is where Francis says, paradoxically, the evil one can also speak the truth to us, yet he does so only to condemn us. But we know that God's truth does not condemn but instead welcomes, embraces, sustains, and forgives. That truth always presents itself to us like the merciful Father in Jesus' parable. The voice of the accuser can speak the truth, but he doesn't speak it with tenderness. This is what Pope Francis is saying. I think that that's important. 
I, um, reading this passage, uh, what came to mind was a key moment in my relationship with God in my faith um, that happened a few years ago. It was J January of 2019. Uh, I was at a retreat. It was an encounter conference. Uh, it was the second day of the retreat. Um, I was at a talk. I wasn't listening to whatever the speaker was saying. Um, but in my heart, I was praying. Um, really, I was arguing. I was arguing with the Lord, which I guess is prayer too. Um, but I was telling him how much I didn't trust him. Um, I had recently come out of a long period of depression and spiritual desolation. And I didn't trust the Lord. But he spoke to me in my heart. And he told me that I could give my mistrust of him to him. And I don't know, I didn't know what that meant. And I didn't know how to even do that. Um, so I fumbled through a prayer in my heart that sounded something like, uh, God, I give my mistrust of you to you. And I left that retreat different, really different. I was given what I would describe now as a supernatural gift of faith in God's goodness, specifically his goodness. Like I left that treat, that retreat believing that God is actually as good as he says that he is. And if that's the case, that changes everything. The implications of God good, God's goodness changes everything. Before that retreat, one of the things that changed was before that retreat, I couldn't tell the difference between the voice of God and the voice of the accuser in my own heart through things like scrupulosity and legalism and fear, the voice of the accuser would scare me into acting certain ways. But after that retreat, I could recognize the voice of God because the voice of God always spoke with tenderness. Even though he was asking me at times to do something difficult, to take risks, to change the, you know, to convert, the tender voice of God in my conscience came with a desire to do what the Lord was asking me. It was like the Lord was already changing my heart as he was speaking to me, as he was inviting me to step into a place of risk or difficulty. God invites us to deeper and deeper repentance and conversion precisely through his tenderness. We'll end with the closing prayer. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Hail, guardian of the Redeemer, spouse of the Blessed Virgin Mary. To you, God entrusted his only Son. In you, Mary placed her trust. With you, Christ became man. Blessed Joseph, to us too, show yourself a father and guide us in the path of life. Obtain for us grace, mercy, and courage, and defend us from every evil. Amen. St. Joseph, terror of demons, pray for us. St. Joseph, the protector of the church, pray for us. St. Joseph, patron of workers, pray for us.